Welcome back to That's Life. I'm your host, Abby Murphy. Wow, wow, the crowd goes wild. What is up, everybody? I'm trying my best to, like, welcome you back without sounding like a YouTuber. Like, I don't want to sound like, what is up, you guys? Welcome back to my channel. I mean, nothing against YouTubers. Like, they're great people, you know? But it's like, I'm not a YouTuber. I'm a podcaster. I don't know. Any Wait, let me try again. Okay, take two. Three, two. Wait, let me take a drink of water. I need to, like, cleanse my palate. Ah, so now that you have a little bit of ASMR in there for you. Hello, everybody. My name... Wait, I'm gonna... Okay. Hello, everybody. It's gonna be a chill podcast today. We're gonna be chill. Psych! Wow! It's crazy hour! Okay. Now that I've got that out of the way, I just had a piece of chocolate, so I have a lot of, like, energy inside of me right now, but it's a Tuesday. I'm filming on a Tuesday, which Tuesdays and Thursdays are my favorite of the week because I just have a class in the morning and then a lesson and then choir at night, and sometimes choir gets canceled, but honestly, choir really isn't even that bad, but little life update, so my Tuesday today is a little bit different because it's tech week for 42nd Street at Belmont University which is the school I go to, and I will be at the theater tonight after class. My class ends at 7, and then I'll be there till about mm, 11. Yesterday, I was there 2 to 11, which is, like, kind of crazy for me because if you know me, I'm a grandma. I go to bed early. I wake up early, so, I mean, I guess, like, makes sense, but, um, yeah, last night was wild hour for me. I went to bed at 11, like, <laughs> I'm a little bit crazy these days, everybody. Anyways, um, if you're new here after this two minute and 20 second intro that you did not ask for, just me blabbling, blabbing on, this is That's Life Pod. This is a Christian podcast dedicated to navigating the transitions of life through weird moments, things that you may not specifically find outlined right in the Bible. We're going to talk through it. We're going to experience it together and know that we're all just trying to figure out life together. But what better way to do that? And the only way to do that is to focus on the Lord through it all. Start with the Lord as the foundation and then go from there. As long as we keep our eyes fixed on Christ, life will work itself out. Because if we are dedicating ourselves, keeping our eyes aligned with the maker of earth, the maker of the plan for our life, then we're going to follow that plan. And so that's the whole point of this podcast. Um, and I'm super excited that you're here. You're supposed to be here. You're meant to be here. And I'm so happy that you are on this podcast. I'm Abby Murphy. I'm a freshman at Belmont University in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm from Bowling Green, Kentucky. I'm 19 years old. Um, I have a bear sitting in my lap right now. His name's Bernard. I got him with my girlfriend. It's our, it's our boyfriend. It's my boyfriend bear. It's the we made it the day we started dating. I'm just exposing us right now. Anyways, um, a little life update. So usually if you're new to the podcast, I'll start with a life update. We'll pray and then we'll get into the main chunk of today. And today is going to be talk about just growth and seeing how far I've come since last semester. Um, kind of like a word of encouragement for those that need it. Uh, I found, so if you've listened to hashtag that's college and even hashtag that's ed, um, you'll know a little bit about my story. Uh, I want to do a part two to That's Ed because um, I also have struggled with workout addiction as well. 
but I didn't really think it was the time to talk about it, but I feel like uh, it's time. I feel like that that part of my life is behind me now and I'm ready to share about it. But today is going to be more of like in addition to hashtag that's college. So if you want to go give that a listen, I encourage you to do so. I'm really open about my college experience. Um, but this semester has been probably one of the best seasons of my life, actually, like of my whole entire life. Uh, but I found at church, so I needed a Bible journal. I went home this weekend and I left my Bible journal here, but I wanted to bring a journal at home so, or I wanted to bring a journal to church. So I grabbed just a journal that I had found in my room that I had brought back from first semester of college and I journaled because I lost my Bible journal last semester. And so I journaled in that one. Um, and it just so happened to be the worst three days of all of last semester. So I found it and I really was like, oh my gosh, I was depressed, like sad, crying out for help. But in the midst of that, and I don't mean to like say, oh, I was so great at this or like, <laughs> like there's no way to be like great at depression. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like a thing that you can have like, good job. Like you really did good. Like that's not, I'm not here saying that, but what I am saying is I was able to, since I was so reliant on the Lord, I was able to see that it was a season of preparation and it was a season that I was going to get out of. Um, and you can hear that in the letters that I'll read to y'all today in, uh, the podcast, but I'm really excited about it. (coughs) Whoa. Had a little gargle there for a second. Sorry guys. Um, anyways, life update first. I'm sitting at my desk. Let me think. So I updated you on 42nd Street. Um, oh, I'm training for a half marathon. That's going to be my spontaneous activity for April. I was going to do a full marathon, but I didn't want to go overboard. So I'm just doing a half. Well, I say just doing a half. It's still a big thing. I'm doing a half and I've timed. I've done two halves since training. Um, and I think I have a pretty good chance of getting a pretty good place, which I'm not really doing it for the place. I'm just doing it because I enjoy running, but it kind of is exciting to see like how I really have a, I've built up a healthy relationship with working out. And now I finally kind of get to see that play out. It's really, it's awesome. But, um, I don't usually time myself just cause I don't want to become too much of a stickler on numbers. But I will every once in a while just to check in, just to make sure I don't get that, like, adrenaline rush on race day and go super fast and then, like, burn out halfway through. So, yeah, I'll keep you all updated on that little training schedule, but it's really fun. I'm really enjoying it. Running every day is great. I'm doing it with Peter, who's my boyfriend, for those of you that don't know, uh, hence why we have the boyfriend bear, you know, the whole thing in the beginning, unless you skipped through that, which totally understand if you did. Um, yeah, but that's pretty much that. Um, I went home this weekend, hung out with my family. That was awesome. I just, it was kind of like unplanned. I went to go see a show, but then we never went, ended up to go see the show because we just had like a crazy day on Friday. My car battery died and it was just life stuff. So, uh, we just, figured it would be better if we just didn't go because it was just going to be too stressful. But then we ended up staying another day on Saturday and it was just so fun, like so restful. And then my parents got to come to my Nashville church, Church of the City, and they loved it and they both cried. So 
I don't know what that means. Maybe they're just really feeling connected with the Holy Spirit. I don't know. Um, which I don't blame them. I've definitely cried in that church multiple times. I'm pretty sure I cried like two weeks ago. Church of the City is just... Shout out Church of the City. I be loving those people. They're amazing. Um, still serving in the church or in the kids ministry at church as well. Love, love serving there. It's so fun. Um, really the biggest things in my life so far, everything's been pretty great. Like post spring break, uh, this week I've been a lot more motivated as of compared to last week, which was the first week back from spring break this week motivation has been on point, which thank you for everyone who's been praying for me for that. You know who you are. Um, but yeah, prayers have been answered and I've been feeling really motivated. So thank you guys. Um, but really it's just like planning for the future. So I figured out we have two and a half weeks and then Easter break for college and then two and a half weeks and then school's done. And then this summer in May, I'm going, uh, on a May semester to Hawaii. So I'll take two classes in Hawaii. It's like a study abroad for the month of May. Then I come back June. I have like four church camps I'm serving at. July, I have another church camp I'm serving at, and then I'm going to go to the beach, and then in August, I'm going to New Orleans for a wedding, and then it's school. So it's just like crazy. I don't, but I love it. I'm so excited. Update on my word for the year, spontaneous. So it's March. Um, for those of you that don't know, my word of the year is spontaneous. I want to live spontaneously, do things unplanned, get rid of my schedule, and I feel like I've really been doing that. So for January, my spontaneous, it's just like silly little things that I do that I've never done before that I want to do. My spontaneous activity, getting a spray tan, doesn't really have any like biblical meaning behind it, obviously, but it's just fun. I don't know. It's just a silly thing, um, but it was really fun. I'm glad I did it. February, what did I do? Oh yeah, I went line dancing for February. March, went to New Orleans, kind of, you know, spontaneous never been to New Orleans I've always wanted to go but also I tried a poke bowl last night so because that's something I've always wanted to do and I did it and let me tell you top five favorite foods now like I loved it I loved it you know what else I love if you're in the Nashville area on 12 South five daughters bakery they're cronuts. It's a mix between a croissant and a donut. And they're literally, oh my gosh, like you bite into it and I feel like it melts in my mouth. Like just the flavor, the, mm, the flavors are melting on my tongue. If you know that video, that's literally what it feels like. Like genuinely just oozing greatness on my tongue. It's, I, I can't describe it. I really, I like to think if heaven had a taste that's what heaven would taste like. It's these cronuts. Um, my favorite is the cinnamon toast crunch cronut. Mmm, just saying that. Just saying that word. Just, let's just let it sink in. It's ex it's better than what it sounds like. Anyways, um, what was I talking about? Oh, Nashville food. Oh, poke bowls. Yeah, I loved it. I got like avocado. I've been liking raw tuna and raw salmon lately. I've never liked raw fish, but I don't know. I like it now. Um, but yeah, that's my spontaneous thing for March. And then for April, it's going to be the half marathon. May, obviously going to Hawaii. June, July, uh, you know, we'll figure it out when we get there. I don't want to plan too far in advance. But yeah, so that's pretty much my life so far. It's just 
trying to remain present while planning for the future because, you know, in the Bible it does say, like, worry about today. Today's troubles are enough for today. Um, don't fear in the future. Uh, and, and I'm trying to remain in the, in the present. And I think I'm doing a very good job at that. And I pray for that to remain present in the moment and enjoy the moments as they come. But it does come to a thing where also like, I do kind of have to think about my future, you know, like we, we are as humans on this earth preparing for the future, the future of living eternal life in heaven. Um, and I, we can use that and take that into practice here on earth as well. Um, with future plans and with future things. And that doesn't mean we have this like constant and like anticipation of like, oh, oh, let me wait for heaven. Let me wait for heaven. Like, yes, we are, our, our time on earth is temporary. The end goal, the main goal is heaven. Um, but we don't sit here and constantly worry, you know, cause worry is a sin. We don't constantly worry about our plans of the future. We just prepare. And so it's, it's, times like preparing your schedule in advance that we can put that into practice like hey I'm gonna focus on today and what I'm doing today and how I can further myself in a relationship with the Lord every single day as it comes while also preparing for the future but not worrying about the future and not letting it like loom over me with this anticipation um the last thing for life update the Lent season I've been I've I've messed up a couple of days um, but I really feel a difference in my prayers whenever I do this. So for Lent, I've been praying on my knees every day. Wake up in the morning or any time that I feel like I need to pray uh, really intentionally, I will pray on my knees, get on my knees, literally bow my head on the floor and just pray. And I don't know what it does. It like helps me concentrate, get my ideas out there like even better than just like saying it in my head. And I try to make it a thing to do every morning now some mornings you know I'm not in the routine of it yet so I don't always remember but when I do it it totally changes things for me so I think past the Lent season I'm going to continue to do that uh, I heard somewhere that the first eight minutes of your day like sets the mood for your day like the things you think about within the first eight minutes can set the tone for your day so if within the first eight minutes I bow on my knees and talk to the father that's going to prepare me, set my mind straight to be focused on him throughout everything that I go through in the day. That's why we read our Bible in the day or in the morning, because we prepare, we put on the armor of God to face what today is going to bring. And so I think just starting out talking to the father is a surefire way to get connected to him. And especially if you're on your knees, you know, you're going to remember to talk to him and you're going to remember to say your prayer rather than think of your grocery list. Um, but yeah, so with that being said, that's a really, really long life update. I'm so sorry that it took so long, but I just had a lot to share with you guys. It's just so exciting. Um, yeah, but with that, I'm going to open us up in prayer and then we'll get right into it. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for all this wacky energy that you're giving me today. I pray that um, you help me use it to pour out your word, share your message to the listener listening. Um, I thank you for the soul that is listening. I thank you for who they are, and I pray that they take something away from this. Lord, thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for the gift of growth. Thank you for preparation seasons and for seasons of happiness, seasons of hopefulness. Um, Jesus, thank you for toilets. 
anyways um thank you just for life and for everything that you have and for the funny moments and the silly moments and for the real moments and for unplanned moments um lord we thank you for all of it and we worship you in all of it in jesus name i pray amen so let's crack open into this little journal oh mine and here all the pages flip i need to like scoot the mic back okay perfect so i found these pages and i think honestly i kind of just i kind of just want to go through and just read them so i ripped them out of my old journal and put them in my journal that i'm currently using now um just so that i i don't know so i could like read them i guess you can hear all the little page sounds all day. Are you getting the tingles? Anyways, um, so this starts on October 27th. So just for those of you that don't know the timeline, basically I got to college. September was amazing and then I totally burnt out around my birthdays when I started going downhill. And then uh, November, mid-November-ish, around like, I don't know, the 10th of November. I don't know why that number came to mind. The beginning of November, I realized I needed to change, so I started um, just recovering in life, and then I really started to see a change, like mid-November. All of December was amazing, uh, January was amazing, and then the end of January, I came back to school and was kind of scared that I was going to go downhill again, and now it's the end of March, and it's the happiest I've been in a long, long time. I would even say senior year, like, senior year of high school was pretty tough as well, so... Uh, it's just crazy to look back and see these things and see how distant it feels when literally it was only like three, four months ago. Like, just, it's crazy. But uh, I'm going to share this with you guys and just read what I wrote. So this is the 28th of October. I'm constantly worrying about switching around my schedule for school. I keep feeling like it's all on me when I know I can just give it to the Lord. I just don't trust him. I just don't want to go home for one day and it seems, oh, I just want to go home for one day and it seems impossible to do that. Lord, help me. I'm so out of control. I want my heart back. I want peace and I need you because I can't heal on my own. I also am still thinking about how I'm going to work out when I'm away, whether that's at home, New York, or Hawaii. Lord, lead my heart and strengthen my actions to allow me not to revolve what I do around my workouts. Instead, let me revolve it around what you want for my life. I'm ready. I want change. I believe these are the desires you have placed in my heart. Lastly, show me if I should stay in this program. God, I don't bond with people around me. I don't enjoy what I do and I'm sad. Let me know if this is where I should stay or do something else. And if so, what? God, please send me a sign or a gut feeling or something, Lord. I love you. Your will is greater than my plans. So just going back and reading that, the two things that stick out to me are working out and bonding with my friends. So this season of life, like this semester, I have made so many friends. I've bonded with my MTs so much and um, made so many new friends, genuinely just met great people. I mean, like I have a boyfriend, obviously bonded with at least one person, um, not in like a gross way, just in like fun, like we're friends. Anyways, um, but that had a lot to do with my workouts, which is what I turned my time to. Any moment that I had time to 
hang out with someone or pour into anyone. I just took it for myself and worked out. And so that led me to overwork out, use it as like almost like this drug or like this addiction that made me escape reality. Um, and I idolized my workouts and I idolized fitness over everything else over the Lord. Well, I wouldn't say over the Lord because I was, I was very, very strong in doing my Bible time every day, but even things that are like of importance to me, like friendship is important to me. My love for theater is important to me, but I was so clouded and foggy because all I was doing was going back to my, my addiction, my thing that made me escape the world, this thing that I idolized. Um, so it really, really clouded my brain a lot and made me miss out on lots of opportunities. Um, and once I dialed back from relieving the addiction and totally just like cutting it out cold turkey, like that's when I started to create bonds with friends, which means so much more than having a good body, you know, and we should keep up with our body in like a way our body is a temple, like keep up with it in a healthy way. But mine was unhealthy. It got to the point where my body was so underfueled and overworked that it was doing in reverse what I wanted. Like I wanted to keep losing weight or keep, you know, getting a perfect body. And my body was so unrested and so overworked that it was just struggling to just keep up. I was tired all the time. My muscles were bloating, like making me look puffier and look bigger than I actually was. Um, And so it was like that overboardness. And now I'm able to enjoy my friends, love my body, bond with my class, and have time to breathe and rest. So that was the first thing that has changed that I've noticed. Um, this was the 29th. Welp, it just seems like every day I am more and more anxious and every day I continue to just stress out and do worse and worse. Yesterday was a really hard day and now I just feel like I'm going to cry all the time. I don't laugh like I used to and I'm not carefree like I used to be. I'm just anxious constantly. Lord, help me. I'm trusting in you, I know. I need you now, Lord. I need your strength to be happy because I am not. I need your positivity. I'm crying out to you. Help. Uh, The thing I noticed from that one is just the constant, Lord, help me, Lord. Like, saying his name, when you call upon the Lord, he will listen. That's why a lot of times when you hear people pray and they're like, Father God, blah, 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 God, blah, 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 Lord, blah, 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 Father, you know, like... A lot of times you hear people pray like that. When you call upon the Lord, he'll listen, like yell out to him. When you're trying to get someone's attention, you don't just yell random things. When you're trying to find someone who's lost, you don't just yell random things. You yell their name. You yell what you're called by, what you call them. When you yell for your dog, you say, oh, come here, whatever your dog's, Buster, whatever the dog name is, Brownie, I don't know. You say the name because that's the trigger that respond, that people respond to, um, It's like an instinct thing. Call upon the Lord. He will listen. This is also the 29th, but a different uh, writing, journal writing. Hi, Jesus. I'm back. I have so much anxiety in my heart, and I can't seem to find how to put my trust in you. I can't remember how good and faithful you are. You are this mighty God who has a hold of me, and yet I'm choosing to worry because I am not in control. Lord, I don't know what else to do. I'm sad, and I don't want to do... I'm sad. Oh, I'm sad. Don't know what I want to do with my life. I'm always anxious, lifeless, and I just keep going on day by day. 
What is all of this for? What are you preparing me for? Lord, I hope the good comes soon. I pray that the good comes soon. I pray I put people over myself. I pray I crave you. I pray I do life for you. Lord, rescue me. Save me. Heal me of my addictions. Give me energy for my burnout. Help me spread your light. Let me feel again. I need you now more than ever. In your name I pray. Amen. This was October 30th, which really was... That was a Saturday, I think. That was probably the lowest, the lowest point um, of last semester. It was just, I I was the the saddest I've been in a long time on that day. Hey God, I know you're with me today. Yesterday was actually an amazing day. It started off bumpy because of my anxiety in the morning in my 8 a.m. class, but it was National Oatmeal Day, so who can complain? I got to see Mama, Aunt Lara, and my mom yesterday, and I saw them for a lot longer than I thought I was going to. Mom made a comment and said, you're looking pretty skinny. I liked that comment. I don't know. I feel like any girl would. I think I see myself as skinny, though, so I know my mind is getting healthy. Last night was one of those nights where I wasn't hungry, but not full. I hate that feeling. I had three rice cakes, and I also had some popcorn. I felt like I binged, even though I probably needed it. My, even just hearing that, this is not in the journal, but even just hearing that, it's like, my mind was so warped. I thought rice cakes and popcorn was binging, and I was using that as dinner, even though I wasn't hungry. Like, I was, I wasn't hungry because I wasn't listening to my hunger cues. It takes a while to build that up, as I can see after going through that awkward phase of not feeling hungry for so long. But even just hearing myself talk through this is shocking. Um, My uncomfortable action for today, oh, that's what I would do. I would do an uncomfortable action every day, uh, is going to be to go on a walk instead of a run after a night of eating more than I would have liked. I've been running a lot, which is great, but I don't want to run so much to where I don't enjoy it anymore. Going forward, I pray I have distinct hunger cues. Prayer answered. I don't worry about last night prayer answered, and I don't overthink today's workout. I don't remember the day's workout. Moving away from recovery, I'm so focused on what you want me to pursue, God. Make it clear to me what you want me to do with my life. Help me to see the signs that you're giving me, and give me the confidence to know it's you talking to me, Lord. I'm so lost, confused, and just want to do your work. Help me, Lord, to... Be content in this moment today where you have me because what I do know is that today I am meant to be doing today what I'm doing. Kind of a run-on sentence there, Abby, but I think I get what you're saying. Going back to working out, I pray I stop having working out be my only thought when going throughout the day or thinking of traveling or going home. I pray all of these things in your name. Pause. Um, I remember thinking about like going home or traveling because I wanted to go home so bad, but I just remember thinking like, oh, I won't have time to work out. Oh, I won't have time to work out. So like everything I was still doing was revolving around working out or what I ate the night before. Like if I felt bad about what I ate the night before, then I would be like, oh, I have to work out. I have to do this. I have to do this. Um, and so yeah, I wrote down those prayers and they've been answered. I've, I have distinct hunger cues. I am going to Hawaii and not thinking about working out at all. I've traveled so much, maybe worked out three times. Over spring break, I worked out maybe when I was in New Orleans, maybe three times or something. 
um, but not nearly as much as what I normally do on a normal schedule. And uh, I weighed myself before and I weighed myself after, which if you can't weigh yourself, if you, you know, I've gotten to a point to where like weight doesn't, I really don't care about weight. Um, but I had lost like three to four pounds over spring break and it was the most I've eaten and the least I've worked out in a while. So just putting things into perspective there, like weight is just a number. Uh, working out doesn't define the way that your body looks or your weight. It really only defines how you feel. So if I'm working out to feel good, then I'm going to work out for a healthy amount. But if I become obsessive over a look or, or over a weight goal or over this, that, and the other, I'm going to be obsessive. And if I have a, an off day, that's when I'm going to fall because I'm idolizing that before the Lord. Anything that you idolize before the Lord, it's going to cause you to stumble. It's going to cause you to fall um, and not be aligned with the path that he has for you. Okay, so going back... Uh, Okay, right here. Now, I really just babbled on about everything that I want. I thank you for waking me up today. I thank you for giving me a season of hardships because I know you're preparing me. Thank you for giving me the confidence to know that you're preparing me. Lord, I love you. Thank you for family and being my constant father. Amen. I just remember so vividly, like, during this time of sadness, being like, praise the Lord in all situations. Praise the Lord for the good and the bad. Like, rejoice in the Lord always. Like the Bible says, rejoice in the Lord always. I'll say it again, rejoice. Like, that means in the good and the bad. And pat myself on the back. I got to give myself a little credit um, for keeping aligned with the Lord and not throwing myself a pity party. But I would not have been able to think that way in a way of, Lord, you're preparing me. Lord, thank you for this time. I would not have been able to think that way if I didn't start my day reading my Bible, if I didn't start my day with prayer, if I didn't constantly pray that I was connected to the Lord. So we take a really, really, really big jump to November 8th. Today is going to be a really big struggle. I can just feel it. I ate more than I would have liked last night, and I do this thing lately where I eat, and then I won't eat again until I'm super hungry, like starvation. I'm trying to go back to my regular eating schedule, so this morning, even though I wasn't starving, I had oatmeal, and I got very full. Feeling full early in the morning is not something I'm used to. Ugh, I just want to stop. I just want to stop with all of my food issues once and for all. God, this is me yelling out to you. I want to stop. Help. I just need to remember that fueling myself is for the Lord. I need to remind myself that I need to give my body just enough energy. Help me, Lord. Give me strength to go through my day. I love you. Amen. November 15th. So I've been writing in both my Bible journal and this journal, but mostly my Bible journal because I've been traveling. While I was on my trip home, I realized I still have a problem. It's kind of a situation where I kind of knew there was a problem, but didn't really think it was about food. And then I saw a video of myself where I just looked weak and skinny. It made me kind of sad. I don't want to look frail. I've been trying to amp up when I eat because I just get tired when I don't eat. I think my body is just so used to being starved at this point that my metabolism is so wrecked. But yesterday I decided I had enough, like for real. I want my life back. I want my carefree spirit back. I want happiness back. I'm so tired of having seasons of good and seasons of bad. It's time to be done with this once and for all. And I can only do that by putting my faith in the Lord. I think my trigger is feeling alone. I think when I feel that, I resort to the way I feel known, what I'm used to, an eating disorder. 
No more. I will eat to fuel my body. I won't work out if my body is telling me no. I will prioritize friends before the gym. I will be happy with the Lord's help. This will happen. November 16th. So yesterday went really well. I didn't go to bed super full, but I also didn't go super hungry. I got up and, or I get up. I know I'll be eating breakfast. First thing, at least while I'm trying to find my hunger cues again. I'm going to the gym this morning instead of a walk. I'm really happy to be doing another day. I still really miss home though. I miss my mom and all my friends and I miss my dad in my house. I miss the comfort of my own bed. I would say my routine is really fun here, but I really miss home. A lot soon though. A lot. Oh, I really miss my home a lot. Soon though, I will say I saw a picture of myself from a photo shoot I did with Bella and Ashley before college. Hi, Bella and Ashley, if you're listening. I noticed that I was pretty, quote, unquote, veiny, but I looked strong. I feel that right now. I look weak. I feel weak. I was weight training more than, and I'm ready to get my life back. I'm ready to be strong. I want to stay disciplined and active, but not obsessive. With God as my sole point and purpose, I can do it. Yay, I'm ready to be me again. So I think those two days, like mid-November, that was like, like starting November was me recovering and finding out things and then mid-November was like okay I can do this because I would see pictures of myself like that photo shoot and say I looked strong and then look back at pictures from myself from mid-October and say how did I get there how did I get so frail and so weak um and not to a point to where like my body was my idol but to a point to where I looked at my body and was like this is lifeless and in this, in these photos, they were full of life because I was happy. Um, so just kind of, that's kind of something that helped me. Uh, if you struggle with body dysmorphia or you struggle with looking at yourself with pictures, like, you know your boundaries. That's just what worked for me and what kind of put things into perspective for me. So this is November 30th and this is the last thing I wrote in here. So, life is going amazing recently. Let's talk about why. One, I changed my mindset. I literally had to force myself to not only think about, or let me start over. It's, my handwriting's kind of messy. Number one, I changed my mindset. I literally had to force myself to only think of what I needed. I told myself, if doing this or going out with friends or eating out makes you scared, that's a goal to work up to, which leads me to number two. Slowly work up the to the goal I'm self-aware I will do enough to make me uncomfortable but I have to turn okay but not miserable because that's the last thing that I need I say it's like learning to swim you're not just going to jump in head first into the deep end you're going to start at the shallow end and slowly work your way down number three get new activities I started a podcast Heyo. I'm serving in the church and I'm now trying to be a young life leader. LOL. I'm not a young life leader, but anyways, um, I need to force myself to do other things. And number four, the Lord is greater than everything. Giving my life to him. It's not in my control. I will pray continually. He is my father, shelter, and BFF. And that was the last thing that I wrote in my Bible journal at the end of November. So November was like a super pivotal, pivot pivotal moment in my 
recovery journey. But I just thought like I had to share those pages because you see so much growth in such a short amount of time. And that just goes to show that like when God's ready, he will make it happen. But we have to be faithful through it all. And like there were prayers of like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. Like, tell me what you want me to do with my life. Like all these things. Right now, he has made it known he wants me to wait. And I'm going to wait and be patient and be present in the preparation season that I'm in now. Um, And the preparation season that I was in then was going through some stuff that I had to deal with. But I'm so glad I did because now I'm on the other side and I'm strong and confident. I'm not struggling with working out. I'm not struggling with eating. Like, I feel happy. I have friends. I'm making new friends. My life is back. My personality is back. I have energy. I'm excited to be around people. I'm excited. Each day I wake up and I'm excited to live. And I casually said that the other day when I was talking to Peter. I was like, I'm just so happy that I wake up every day excited to live. And he was like, whoa, what do you mean by that? And I was like, well, kind of what it sounds like. You know, like I wake up each day and I'm like, rather than thinking, oh, what do I have to get done today? What do I have to do today? It's like, what do I get to do today? Like, how do I get to see the Lord work today? Because it's different every day. His mercies are new every morning. There may be pain in the night, but joy comes in the morning. That's been on repeat. And I feel like that's my verse for this semester. Um, or my quote, I guess, for the semester, uh, you know, the song's like, there may be pain in the night, but joy comes in the morning. And when the ocean sings, I don't have to be afraid. Did you know, uh, your love never fails, whatever the song is. Um, that's just been on loop all of semesters. Like there may be pain in the night, but joy comes in the morning. Like there may be sadness, but there is joy on the other side of that. But we have to remain faithful. And so I pray that me sharing my story kind of helped you guys see how growth can and will happen in your life if you just fully give it to the Lord. Be patient. He will prevail. He always does. He always has your back and he will always fight for you, but you have to trust that that the hard times he is allowing in your life, he is using. He doesn't place the hard times, but he allows them to help you be better than you were before. If I were not to experience those that hardship my first semester of college, I would not be as strong and confident and happy as I am today. So I'm so thankful for that. And there's something so beautiful about rejoicing in your lowest moments. When you're sitting there crying to yourself, thank the Lord. I have never experienced such, I don't even know what the word is. Like I had like tingles, you know, like it's just this this feeling that surpasses all understanding of like, I am praising in my lowest point. Um, because everything is for the Lord. Everything. So I pray that you keep that on your mind and your heart in whatever season of life you're in and know that our time on earth is not eternal. It's temporary. Um, we are going to live with the Father forever. So don't take anything in life too seriously. Care about it. Prepare. Work hard while you're here. Um, Be serious when you need to be serious. But know God is greater than everything. Bigger than the world. Bigger than the galaxy. Everything. Uh, Yeah. That's all I got for you guys today. Anyways. Yeah. That's my journal. I love reading from my journal. It's so fun. I encourage you to write stuff down because then you can look back and see growth. It's really cool. 
or you can look back and see uh, words of encouragement that you might need. I think that's my Alexa telling me that it's time for me to head off. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to head on over on Instagram to at the That's Life pod, you can see more behind the scenes pictures, get faces with names that I've mentioned on the pod. Um, I ask questions a lot. I like to get people involved. It's a really fun time over there. Alexa, she is being so rude. Oh, I just said her name. Sorry. Okay, I think we're good. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I just glitched. Yeah, that's it. I'm like a dog. It's like squirrel. Ah. Okay, anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. I love you. Jesus loves you. Please come back or listen to other podcasts. You're amazing. And go do the Lord's work. Amen. Yeah. I love you. Jesus loves you. And that's life. <laughs>